السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله الذي أرسل رسوله بالهدى ودين الحق ليظهره على الدين كله وكفى بالله شهيدا وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له إكرار به وتوحيدا وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم تسليما مزيدا أما بعد So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and first and foremost it is a pleasure to be here up in Stoke for pretty much the first time with my brothers and sisters who uh, from the area and likewise who have traveled we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he grants us sincerity in statement and action and that he grants us the tawfiq to act upon that which we know and to guide us to that which we know not and indeed the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said in that well-known hadith which we all know may yuridillahu bihi khayra yufakihu fi deen whoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants good for he grants him understanding of the religion so we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us understanding of his perfect and complete religion And so our topic today, bi'idnillahi ta'ala, one that is vast and of utmost importance. It is aslun azim min asuli hadid-deen, a tremendous foundation from the foundations of this religion. And so it is a foundation by which the religion is built upon an affair which Allah and His Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has commanded us with throughout the Quran and the Sunnah and by way of it and its correct implementation it brings about strength to the Ummah so this tremendous foundation is indeed Al-Ijtima'u fi deen wa nahyu an tafarruqi fi it is unity upon the religion and the abandonment of division and splitting within it. And so, it is incumbent that this unity be ala al-haqqi wa bil-haqqi wa lil-haqq that this unity be upon the truth by way of the truth and for the sake of the truth. As Allah Ta'ala, He says, وَاَعْتَسِمُوا بِحَبْلِ اللَّهِ جَمِيعًا وَلَا تَفَرَّقُونَ Hold on tight to the rope of Allah all together and do not be divided. وَحَبْلُ اللَّهِ The rope of Allah as referred to in this ayah being the Quran and the Sunnah as mentioned by Al-Alama Sheikh Salih Al-Fawzan حَفِذَهُ اللَّهُ Ta'ala. And likewise we find the same command narrated in the authentic sunnah whereby the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said inna allaha yardalikum thalatha indeed Allah is pleased for you three affairs and ta'buduhu wa la tushriku bihi shay'a that you worship him alone and do not associate partners and worship with him وَأَن تَعْتَسِمُوا بِحَبْلِ اللَّهِ جَمِيعًا وَلَا تَفَرَّقُونَ And that you hold on tight to the rope of Allah altogether and not be divided. 
وَأَن تُنَاصِحُوا مَنْ وَاللَّهُ اللَّهُ أَمْرَكُمْ And that you advise those who have been placed in charge over you. And so this hadith likewise highlighting the great importance of this affair. And so adhering to and uniting upon the book of Allah and the sunnah is an affair which Allah is pleased with for us and commands us with it due to that. Due to that which it contains of masalih lil muslimin, that which it contains a great benefit for the Muslims in this life and the next. And so it is incumbent that this unity is one that is built upon and founded upon the book of Allah and the sunnah, upon the correct understanding, the understanding of the early generations of this ummah. Those who the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam testified to their sound guidance when he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, خَيْرُكُمْ قَرْنِي ثُمَّ الَّذِينَ يَلُونَهُمْ ثُمَّ الَّذِينَ يَلُونَهُمْ The best of you are my generation. Then those who follow them, then those who follow them. And so of course at the head of these three generations, which are known as Al-Qurun Al-Mufaddalah, known as the favored generations, at the head of them is the Sahaba, radiallahu anhum ajma'in. Those whom Allah said regarding, فَإِنْ آمَنُوا بِمِثْلِ مَا آمَنْتُمْ بِهِ فَقَدْ اِهْتَدَوْا Those who Allah said regarding, so if they believe in the like of that which you believe, then they are rightly guided. And so those who follow the Sahaba in the understanding and the implementation of the Book of Allah and the Sunnah, فَقَدْ اِهْتَدَوْا They are rightly guided. يَقُولُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى أَسَّابِقُونَ الْأَوَّلُونَ مِنَ الْمُهَاجِرِينَ وَالْأَنصَارِ وَالَّذِينَ تَبَعُوهُمْ بِإِحْسَانِ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُمْ وَرَدُوا عَنْهُمْ The foremost to accept Islam from the Muhajireen and the Ansar and those who follow them in goodness Allah is pleased with them and they are pleased with Allah and so this the defining factor between guidance and misguidance as so many lay claim in these times to follow in the book of Allah and the Sunnah however the definitive defining factor ala fahmiman upon whose understanding upon your own understanding upon your Mulana's understanding upon your teacher's understanding no rather every understanding and implementation of the book of Allah and the Sunnah that is not in line with that of the Salaf of this Ummah is misguidance and it's from that which Allah Ta'ala has warned us regarding when he Ta'ala he says وَمَنْ يُشَاكِكَ الرَّسُولَ مِنْ بَعْدِ مَا تَبَيَّنَ لَهُ الْهُدَى وَيَتَّبَعْ غَيْرَ السَّبِيلِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ نُوَلِّهِ مَا تَوَلَّى وَنُصْلِهِ جَهَنَّمْ وَسَاءَتْ مَصِيرًا Whoever opposes the messenger after the guidance has become clear to him and follows a way other than the way of the believers we shall leave him to that path he has chosen and burn him in the hellfire and what an evil destination and of course the believers in this ayah when it was revealed, they were the Sahaba. And so many lay claim. However, their statements and actions do not substantiate that which they claim. كَمَا يُقَالْ كُلٌّ يَدَّعِي وَصْلٍ لِلَّيْلَى وَلَيْلَ لَا تُكِرُّ لَهُمْ بِذَاكَ Everyone claims to love Layla, 
But Layla does not substantiate that claim for them. فَإِنَّ الْعِبْرَةَ بِالْحَقِيقَةِ لَا بِتْتُسَمِّ وَالْإِنْتِسَابِ فَقَدْ So indeed, consideration is given according to reality, not mere names and descriptions. وَالْأَسْمَاءَ لَا تُغَيِّرَ الْحَقَائِقَ Names do not change the reality. And so true unity is that which is founded upon the Book of Allah and the Sunnah. In line with the guidance of the Salaf of this Ummah, the unity which is founded upon correct belief, sound methodology, as indeed unity upon other than correct aqidah does not unite the hearts. Rather, that which unites the hearts is that which united the hearts of the Sahaba, radiallahu anhum, that which united the hearts of the tribes of Aws and Khazraj after years of fighting and war between them in Medina. And as a great Imam, Imam Malik, he famously said, that the latter part of this nation will not be rectified except by that which rectified the beginning part of this nation. And so unification of the hearts cannot be achieved and will not be achieved by simply spending and splashing wealth in an abundance. For indeed no wealth, no amount of wealth can bring the hearts together. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said, regarding the Sahaba when he brought their hearts together, وَأَلَّفَ بَيْنَ قُلُوبِهِمْ لَوْ أَنْفَقْتَ مَا فِي الْأَرْضِ جَمِيعًا مَا أَلَّفْتَ بَيْنَ قُلُوبِهِمْ وَلَكِنَّ اللَّهَ أَلَّفَ بَيْنَهُمْ Allah ta'ala, he said, he united their hearts together. If you were to spend all that was, which was on the earth, you would not have been able to unite between their hearts. However, Allah united them and brought them together. Likewise, Allah Ta'ala, He said in this regard, وَذْكُرُوا نِعْمَةُ اللَّهِ عَلَيْكُمْ إِذْ كُنْتُمْ أَعْدَاءُ فَأَلَّفَ بَيْنَ قُلُوبِكُمْ فَأَصْبَحْتُمْ بِنِعْمَتِهِ إِخْوَانًا Remember the bounty of Allah upon you. When you used to be enemies to one another, and so He, Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, brought your hearts together, and so you came by His bounty, Brothers, and so, and so before Islam, there was no doubt fierce enmity and rancor between the Arab tribes from the Quraysh and the Hawazin, and, and likewise between the tribes of the Ansar and Medina, such as we mentioned, Al Aws al Khazraj. Years of enmity and war brought to a halt by the arrival of Islam. And of course, through Islam, Allah he united, he united the hearts of the Sahaba who were previously enemies to one another. And he subhanahu wa ta'ala, he did not say he united between their, their bodies in the physical way. Rather, he united and he mentioned that he united between their hearts as true unity is in the unity and the unification of the hearts. As for simply gathering the people together in the physical sense, regardless of their beliefs or methodology, then this no doubt 
is the manhaj al-tajmi'i. The tajmi'i manhaj, which simply focuses on gathering numbers and attracting crowds. Such is the way of al-ikhwan, of al-ikhwan al-muslimin. Those who simply seek to gather the people together under the banner of Islam, regardless of their various incorrect beliefs and deviant ideologies. And they do so in line with their golden principle, of which they refer to and establish their da'wah upon, Qaida ikhwaniyya, the ikhwani principle, najtami'u ala mattafaqna that we unite together in that which we agree upon, and we excuse one another in that which we differ in. And as Shaykh Salih al-Fawzan, Hafizahullah Ta'ala, he says regarding this, this false principle, he said, says, as for us uniting upon that which we agree on, while the aqidah is still different, then what is it that we have actually agreed upon? And likewise, Sheikh Salih al-Fawzan, he says, in relation to this qaida and the meaning of this qaida, he says, Hafidahullah, that the meaning of it, la tunkir al-munkar, do not refute the evil. Uskut, be silent. And likewise, he, Hafidahullah ta'ala, he said that gathering the people in this manner upon this ikhwani methodology is an impossible task and rather it is a form of trying to combine between polar opposites jam'un baynal mutadaddain combining between unity and disunity at the same time an unachievable objective and so this ikhwani methodology of simply gathering the people and accumulating numbers upon their various different beliefs was precisely in line with the statement of Allah Ta'ala You think that they are together and united but their hearts are divided. An ayah that summarizes this futile methodology of that where there bears no fruits. Rather it has caused much harm and corruption upon the earth such is the effect of every type of falsehood that exists. And the great scholar, Al-Allama, Muhammad Aman Al-Jami, he gave a very pertinent example of the likeness of the da'wah of Al-Ikhwan Al-Muslimin. He said, Rahimahullah, that their da'wah is, is the like of an individual who goes out to the marketplace at the time of the prayer in order to call the people to pray. And he says to the people, everyone, come to pray. Don't worry if you don't have wudu, you're junub, you're in a major state of impurity. Even a woman, if she's menstruating, a postnatal, it doesn't matter. Regardless, if you have impurity on your clothing, don't worry about it. Let's overlook all of that and let's just pray because we are Muslims. So this is the like of the da'wah of al-ikhwan, al-mufsideen, al-muflisin the Muslim Brotherhood. And so they disregard purifying the people from the defects and mistakes of their aqidah, just as the one in this example, he did so. He disregarded the fact that the people 
had not purified their bodies from impurities of the body before praying their prayer. And so therefore, we must recognize that there is a profound difference between al-ijtima' and al-tajmi'. There's a profound difference between unity upon the Book of Allah and the Sunnah and simply gathering numbers. True unity, as we said, is unification of the hearts upon a correct aqidah. As for a tajmi', it is merely physical gathering the people in order to boost numbers. Such is the way of al-ikhwan al-muslimin. And so like we say, true unity cannot be achieved nor completed except by way of adhering to the correct aqidah, the same aqidah of which the Sahaba united upon after having previously been enemies to one another. So this is the aqidah of Ahlu Sunnati wal Jama'ah. And this is where success and salvation lies in this life and the next. And so this fundamental principle of unity upon the truth is an affair that the religion cultivates us upon by way of our various ibadat. That the religion it cultivates us upon unity by way of our ibadat, by the way of our actions, our acts of worship which we perform throughout our lives. From the most important of them, of course, is our coming together in the prayer, to pray in the house of Allah five times daily. And so this cultivates us and teaches us to, to come together under one Imam and to follow him and to not oppose him. Likewise, beside the five daily prayers, there's many others, such as the Jummah Salah, the Taraweeh, Salatul Istisqa, the rain prayer, the eclipse prayer and the likes. All these cultivating us to come together in our worship so that we come together in those affairs, in those other affairs of our deen and our dunya. And that we cooperate with one another. Alil wa taqwa, upon goodness and piety. As Allah Ta'ala He says, wa alil wa taqwa, and cooperate with one another upon goodness and piety. So likewise, when we come together in these congregations, it, pre pre it presents the opportunity to advise those in need of advice and to teach the non-learned and to attend to the affairs of the needy. As for if everyone simply remained in their homes or their settlements without seeing one another, without mixing with one another, then this causes division between the Muslims. And so no doubt from the means of attaining unity of the Muslims is observing one's five daily prayers in the masajid. Likewise, those other bigger gatherings such as Eid and Hajj, again cultivating us upon unity, cooperation upon goodness, love and brotherhood. All of this of which brings about strength to the Muslims. For indeed true unity brings about strength. As for splitting and division, for indeed it only leads to weakness and difference. An affair of which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his messenger has warned us against and warned us regarding. In many different ayat, 
Likewise, the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in many ahadith and informed us that those who do so, those who split and differ, are, th are threatened with a severe punishment. As Allah Ta'ala, He says, Allah Ta'ala, He says, and do not be like those who divided and differed after clear proofs came to them, and for them is a severe punishment. Likewise, in the Sunnah, the Hadith, Hadith of Iftiraq al Ummah, the Hadith pertaining to the splitting of the Ummah into 73 sects, when the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said, Satafthariku hadihi al Ummah ala thalathi wa sabi'ina firqa, kulluha fin nar illa wahida, that this nation shall divide into 73 sects. All of them are in the hellfire except one. قَالُوا مَنْ هِيَا يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ And so the Sahaba, they said, Who are they, O Messenger of Allah? قَالَ مَنْ كَانَ عَلَى مِثْلِ مَا عَنَا عَلَيْهِ الْيَوْمُ وَأَصْحَابِي Whoever is upon that which I and my companions are upon today. And in another wording, he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, replied, الْجَمَاعَةِ Meaning the united body of Muslims upon the truth. And so 73 sects, 72 in the hellfire, and one in paradise. And so this hadith, khabrun bima'na tahdir, this hadith is news informing us of what will take place and what has taken place, carrying the meaning of warning. Now it's not just simply informing us, rather it is a warning to us. And so those who oppose the way of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and his companions radiallahu anhum they are mutawa'ad they are threatened with the punishment of hellfire and this hadith hadith of iftiraq al-ummah is authentic despite the attempts of those who try to cast doubt in regards to its authenticity in order to lure the people into falling for the ikhwani manhaj However, the hadith has been authenticated by an abundance of the people of knowledge. From them, Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah, wal-Imam Dhahabi, wa ibn Hajar, wa-Shatibi, wa ibn Kathir, wa-Shaykh al-Albani, rahimahumullahu jami'an, and other than them from the people of knowledge. And when Shaykh Salih al-Fawzan, Hafidahullah Ta'ala, he was asked regarding the one who claims that the hadith, this hadith, iftiraq al-ummah, is weak. He replied, أَمَّا الَّذِي يَقُولُ هَذَا الْكَلَامِ هُوَ الضَّعِيفِ أَمَّا الْحَدِيثِ فَهُوَ صَحِيحِ صَحَّهُ الْعُلَمَاءِ And so he said, Hafidahullah, as for the one who talks with this speech, I'm the one who says that this hadith is weak then he is the one who is weak as for the hadith then it is authentic and has been authenticated by the people of knowledge and so indeed the harms and ill effects of splitting are numerous and many a blameworthy trait 
that finds its origins from amongst the mushrikeen wal kafirin and it is from their distinguishing characteristics that they split and become divided and become divided and the fear that Allah is not pleased with for his believing servants يقول الله تعالى ولا تكونوا من المشركين من الذين فرقوا دينهم وكانوا شيعا and do not become from the mushrikeen those who split up the religion and become fraction or factions and so this should be from the biggest deterrence from this blameworthy trait that those who fall into this have by doing so imitated and followed the ways of the non-believers that of which the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam warned us against when he said sallallahu alayhi wasallam laysa minna man tashabbaha bighayrina he who imitates other than us is not from us hadith found in tirmidhi وَقَالَ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَّمْ مَنْ تَشَبَّهَ بِقَوْمٍ فَهُوَ مِنْهُمْ Whoever imitates a people, then he is from them. And verily Allah freed his messenger, صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَّمْ from those who engage in such splitting and division within the religion. When he the Most High, he said, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ فَرَّقُوا دِينَهُمْ وَكَانُوا شِيْعَا لَسْتَ مِنْهُمْ فِي شَيْءٍ Verily, those who divide their religion and break up into sects, you have no concern with them in the least. And so he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is free from them and that which they do. Then Allah Ta'ala, he says, Indeed, their affair is only with Allah. This indeed a threat from Allah Jalla wa'ala. وقال تعالى فتقطعوا أمرهم بينهم زبرا but they have broken the religion among them into sects كل حزب بما كل حزب بما لديهم فرحون each group rejoicing in that which they are upon and so the ulama they mention that this is a form of punishment for them for the action of splitting within the religion that Allah causes them to rejoice in that which they have chosen. And so if he rejoices in that which he has with him, that which he is upon, he will never return. And whosoever abandons the truth is tried with falsehood. And so, the affair of splitting and differing is one that is not mentioned in the Quran and the Sunnah except as blameworthy. يَقُولُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى وَلَا يَزَالُونَ مُخْتَلِفِينَ إِلَّا مَنْ رَحِمَ رَبُّكَ And they will not cease to be in a state of differing except the one whom your Lord has mercy upon. As for the hadith which is found in relation to differing, khilafu ummati rahma, differing amongst my ummah is a mercy. Then it is a narration, la aslalah, that 
that has no basis, as mentioned by Shaykh al-Albani, rahmatullahi alayhi. Nor is it correct in its meaning, as it opposes the ayah of which we just quoted. And they will not cease to be in a state of difference except the one whom your Lord has mercy upon. And so likewise we find in the statement of Ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu in this regard when he said Indeed differing is evil. And in the ayah which likewise we previously mentioned is and serves as an evidence upon the nature of ikhtilaf in the religion and indicating that the absence of differing is in fact a mercy from Allah. As Allah He said, illa man rahima rabbuk. And they will not cease to be in a state of differing except the one whom your Lord has mercy upon. So the affair is a great matter. One that should not be diminished nor justified. That of splitting and differing within the religion. <coughs> An affair that results in weakness and causes and leads to defeat. As Allah Ta'ala, he mentions in this regard, Do not dispute with one another, lest you lose courage and your strength departs you. And so, as understood from this ayah, is that disputing leads to al-fashil, loss of courage, and results in victory over the enemy, and results in victory of the enemy over the believers. And your strength will depart from you. That is because, as we mentioned, al-ijtima'u quwa. Unity is strength. tafarruq da'af. And splitting and, divide, and dividing is weakness and leads to weakness. And so we have been directed to cure and remedy. We have been directed to the cure and the remedy of solving and extinguishing disagreements, disputes amongst us. In the book of Allah, Jalla wa'ala, and the sunnah of Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Yaqul Allah ta'ala, fa'in tanaza'atun fi shayt. And if you should differ in an, any affair, then return it back to Allah and His Messenger. And so this is the ultimate cure and best remedy. The blessed guidance in dealing with and solving differing and disputes. That we return them back to the Book of Allah and the Sunnah. And we let them Quran and the Sunnah passed judgment upon us. Likewise, Allah Ta'ala, He said, Whatsoever you differ in, then its ruling thereof is with Allah. And so no matter the dispute, no matter the type of differing, then the solution is returning the affair to the Book of Allah and the Sunnah. Allah Ta'ala He said and we reveal to you the book clarifying every affair. And so it is upon the believers to adhere to the book of Allah and the Sunnah and unite upon them wholeheartedly. 
and not to be beguiled by those who claim that only uniting upon correct aqidah uniting, uniting upon correct aqidah is a form of div dividing the ummah or the likes rather those who seek to unite the people upon batil upon falsehood them in reality they have opposed a great foundation of the religion and opposed the command of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala when he said Hold on tight to the rope of Allah altogether and do not become divided. And so those from the people of desires seek to confuse the people in relation to this great foundation by way of distorting the truth as they have done so throughout history. And so they pick and choose according to their desires as for Ahlu Sunnati wal Jama'ah for indeed they follow Al-Wahyayn, the revelation in its entirety. يَقُولُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا ادْخُلُوا فِي السِّلْمِ كَافَّةِ وَلَا تَتَّبِعُوا خُطُوَاتِ الشَّيْطَانِ O you who believe, enter into Islam wholeheartedly and do not follow the footsteps of shaitan. إِنَّهُ لَكُمْ عَدُوٌ مُبِينٌ Indeed he is to you a manifest enemy. And so the great Imam Shaykh al-Islam rahimahullah ta'ala he mentioned in regards to unity and disunity. He said rahimahullah al-bid'atu makroonatun bil-furqah kama anna sunnata makroonatun bil-jama'ah fayuqalu ahlu sunnati wal-jama'ah kama yuqalu ahlu al-bid'ati wal-furqah he, rahimahullah ta'ala, he said, innovation is coupled with division, just as sunnah. The sunnah is coupled with unity and congregation. And therefore, it is said, the people of sunnah and unity, as it is said, the people of innovation and division. And so no doubt splitting and division is from the ways of the people of innovation and desires. And so the believer avoids any participation in any of these affairs and rather he clings to the book of Allah and the sunnah upon the understanding and the way of the salaf of this ummah knowing that by doing so is salvation in this life and the next as the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said inni tarikun fikum ma in tamasaktum bih lan tudillu ba'di kitabullahi wa sunnati he said Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Indeed I've left Amongst Jews That which if you adhere to You will not go astray after me The book of Allah and my sunnah And so finally, finally let us mention That from the greatest means of unity Is a sam'u wa ta'a Hearing and obeying the Muslim leader Another great foundation from the great foundations of this perfect religion indicated, emphasized and repeated throughout the Quran and the Sunnah a foundation of which when it is abided by and observed it brings about peace and security to the lands and when it is violated and opposed it is a cause for much havoc and corruption within the lands that which history can testify to and so obedience to them, the wulatul umur, 
brings about much goodness for both al-ibad wal-bilad, for both the servants and the lands. Perhaps more than can be enumerated. And it's certainly not a condition in order for the Muslim ruler to be obeyed and followed that he be free from error or deficiency. Rather, the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, وَسِيكُمْ بِتَقْوَ اللَّهِ وَالسَّمْعُ وَالطَّاعَةِ وَإِنْ تَأَمَّرَ عَلَيْكُمْ عَبْدٌ حَبِشِيٌّ He sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, I advise you with the taqwa of Allah and hearing and obeying, even if the one who rules over you be an Abyssinian slave. أو كما قال صلى الله عليه وسلم Likewise he said صلى الله عليه وسلم In that which is found in Sahih Muslim اسمع وأطيع ولو أخذ مالك ودرب ودرب ظهرك He صلى الله عليه وسلم said Hear and obey Even if he takes your money and strikes your back Hadith Muslim and so the Muslim ruler is to be obeyed and not to be opposed. Even if he has with him deficiency or something of transgression. And indeed even in obeying the one who has something of oppression with him is in line with the well-known and established principle in Islam. اِرْتِكَابُ أَخَفِّ that obeying the oppressive ruler it is in line with the principle firmly established in Islam of observing the lesser of the two harms in order to prevent the greater harm and the greater harm here being that of opposing and going against the Muslim leader which historically has always entailed much evil and more evil than good, if any good at all. As was mentioned by Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah, when he, rahimahullah ta'ala, he said, It is not known that anyone has gone against the Muslim ruler in authority, except that which resulted of evil was far greater than that which came about of good. Likewise, as mentioned by Shaykh al-Islam, that some of the Salaf, they used to say, that 40 years with an oppressive ruler is better than a single night with no ruler at all. And so the Nusus in regard to this topic and its foundation are numerous. And it is upon the Muslim to be well acquainted with them in order to be upon Basira in his religion. And so that he fortifies himself by way of them from the doubts and misconceptions that can come his way. Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu, ati'u allahu wa ati'u rasul wa ulil amri minkum. Fa intana za'atun fi shay, farudduhu ila allahi wa rasul. In kuntum tu'minuna billahi wal yawm al-akhir, thalika khayrun wa ahsanu ta'wila. Allah Ta'ala, he says, O you who believe, obey Allah and his messenger and those in charge over you. And if you dispute in any affair, then return it back to Allah and His Messenger. If you are indeed believers in Allah and the final day, that, it, that, it's, that is better for you. Hada wallahu alam wa sallallahu wa sallam ala nabiyyina Muhammad 
وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين اللهم أرنا الحق حقا وارزقنا اتباعه وأرنا الباطل باطلا وارزقنا اجتناب وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين بارك الله فيكم